0: Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan show. Hits. A new bill that would link rent to people's income is to be debated in the doll. There is no doubt, by the way, that housing and rent and the rental market is having a huge effect on society. We have people sadly across the country who are paying half of their salary if not more than half of their salary trying to pay rent. We have people where you will have a couple working and the whole of one person's salary is going on rent. Uh, you can pay now for a one-bedroom apartment in the capital city in Dublin. Although of course people say there's the real capital. You will pay 2200 for a one-bed apartment and that's not even glamorous. Trust me. I have seen stuff on daft.ie that will make your toes curl sheds being rented out for 1,500 quid that you're meant to live in. But look, a new bill that would link people's rent to their income is to be debated in the Dáil today. The People4 for proposal would establish a national rent authority, a new authority, and reduce rents to a maximum of a quarter of the median monthly household income. Now, the plan has already been condemned as unworkable by Taoiseach Mihal Martin, who said there would be a flood of landlords leaving the rental market. However, People Before Profits, Richard Boyd Barrett, said uh, current rent prices are unsustainable, which I can't disagree with, and must be addressed. But is this the way to address them? I want to let Well, look, I want your opinion on this. You can text or WhatsApp on 087-188-0008. The proposal to link somebody's income... To the rent? Do you think it'll work? Have a listen to what Richard is going to say about it, and let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. Okay, get involved. Richard boyd Barrett joins me on the line. Richard, good afternoon to you. How are you, Nile? Okay, maybe explain this in your own words. Exactly how you envisage this would work.
1: Well, first of all, I suppose the point is is to say that something has to be done.
0: There's no doubt about that. We all we all agree problem. with that. Yes,
1: and. Um, it is done in much of the rest of Europe. Something like we're proposing, or exactly what we're proposing, is done. And it clearly works, because whereas rents in this country have gone up more than
2: 70%
1: in the last 10 years, rents across Europe, on average, have only gone up about 12%. So there's something wrong with the Irish rental market and people are being crucified as a result is it is it
0: just do you believe it's just price gouging that it's landlords taking advantage of a market to make an extra book do you believe that that's exactly what's going well,
1: on well i think there's no doubt that there's big property investors vulture funds corporate landlords who are undoubtedly doing just that and in fact uh, there was a very good article written by killian woods in the sunday business post at the weekend where he was pointing out that about a quarter of all the applications for these FHDs, you know, the big strategic housing development built-to-rent apartments, that are about a quarter mm-hmm. of them. Uh, the applications are coming from tax havens like Guernsey, the Isle of Man and the Virgin Islands, where we don't even know the identities of the investors, but they are obviously in these places to avoid tax. So these are ruthless wealth investments, funds, property speculators who are just out to make money. They
2: don't
0: care about... And I have no doubt, okay, in other countries, and you mentioned other countries, say for example, take Germany, which is a big rental market. Generationally, they are used to that system. That system has evolved. We can't just change our system to be like Germany because we're, of course, a nation of people who want to own our own homes for some reason. I don't know what that's all about. But we have been like that traditionally, and the same in the UK as well. So our system would have to evolve. So is Mihal Martin right in what he's saying that although in principle, I see what you're saying and it seems like a good idea. But in saying that, if you turn, suddenly turn around to landlords, say in Fingal or Swords and say, OK, the average rent, I'm assuming the way you work this, is that the average uh, earnings in this particular area yeah. is, you know, say two grand a month. Um, and yeah. so hence, you can only charge 500 in rent per month. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. That's, that's your proposal. But then yeah. you've got landlords are going to say, well, hold on for a second. I have a mortgage on this property. That's not going to cover my mortgage on the property. And most landlords, or a lot of them, are incidental landlords. They might have inherited a the property. They might have bought one during the Celtic Tiger as a bit of an investment. They're going to want to get out of the market. They're not going to want to be in a market that's not lucrative.
1: At that point, the local authorities should go in and buy uh, the property. And that is, by the way, the only way we're going to also...
0: What happened to it. the free market, Richard?
1: The free market has failed. This is the point about, and even groups like the ASRI, it's not just people are for-profit are saying that, very middle-of-the-road uh, economic think tanks are saying there is spectacular market failure. If we are depending on the market uh, and people who are trying to make money out of housing to solve the housing crisis, we're not going to solve it, and it's just going to get worse. And part of the problem in this country is we have the lowest level of social housing, which is a form of rent-controlled housing, almost anywhere in Europe. I mean, in Austria, they have 25% social housing. Here, we
0: have
1: 9%. In Denmark and the Netherlands, they have about 20%. They're
0: very right? different economies. They pay a lot more no, taxes. We used to have, I mean, now,
1: not, no, a much better now, system. We, but, now we used to have much more social housing, proportionately. If you go back to the 30s, 40s, 50s... And I know, 50s, when my mother
0: bought a house, I got yeah. rented her house from Dublin Corporation. Yeah, I, yeah. I, No, it was a better system at the time. Mind you, our population has obviously grown quite exponentially since then. And we have. but yeah. we
1: were building... We did not rely on the private market to provide uh, affordable housing for those that couldn't afford market prices. And the problem is, we have completely financialized. Housing has been completely turned into a speculative commodity, and that means a lot of money is made by big corporate landlords, uh, but ordinary people simply cannot afford it. And that affects house prices as well, by the way. That's not just affecting uh, people who want to rent. But it is also part of the reason why the number of people who are able to buy their own homes, young working people, is collapsing at the moment. Because if, of course, if when you're young, when you start out, you're paying rents that you can't afford, you can never save. you can never get a deposit... Uh, but some but some of the plans, up, Richard... You never buy a house okay, either.
0: but some, some of the plans of the government... Well, okay, the shared ownership scheme, well, this new version of the shared ownership scheme, which will have the bank invest in your property, say, up to 20%, that was announced during the week. I mean, that's a reasonably good plan. It comes with its risk. Risks, by the way and it's also like PCR for, for cars where you have a balloon payment essentially at the end before you can sell it but it does give I suppose younger couples a chance to get maybe 90 grand of a 350,000 house off the state so that that all helps these kind of plans we had uh, a shared ownership scheme which we had back in 2003 which was a great plan it worked well for people you know they didn't own the whole house but they owned half of it and at least it was workable and people could afford it those kind of things do work as well but I think the problem here is are you suggesting too by the way and, and I want to establish Establishes and clarify this, are you linking it to the individual person or are you linking it to an on-average in an area?
1: Oh, no, it's on-average in an area. What the bill says explicitly is that the rent authority would set the median average household uh, income uh, as an average either of the national average or the local average, depending which is lower. Because you don't obviously want people in a very uh Low-income area to be paying the same rents as and somebody is an affluent high. area. Yes, in a very, very high. So we we have provided for that in the bill, and indeed, look. I mean, we're open to tweaking this and amending it if the government were willing to let it pass. Which they've made it clear that they're not willing to even let it pass to the next stage
0: and the reason was
1: explained by the government
0: but it's a bit it of a, it's a bit of a blunt instrument piece of legislation isn't it i mean it it's I, I i understand the thought process in it and i understand why you want to do it and by the way there was a suggestion many years ago that you should never be paying more than 30% of your income for your rent because that's not what you should be doing so i mean yeah. this does make sense in that in that way but the way it's worded, the way you're suggesting it, and I know y- y- your heart is certainly in it, Richard. I'm not suggesting you're doing it for the wrong reasons. It doesn't seem workable. And the downside is that we do have landlords out there, incident landlords. We've all sorts of different types of landlords. Forget about just the, you know, the, the, those, the, the vulture funds, et cetera. And I know they're there too. But, you know, they are people as well who have bought properties with a view of an investment. And we ha- would they would they have a right to be protected too. But, Niall... No,
1: first of all, it's not working, okay? We have no, to I know work. that. Okay, so we've got to start with that, because there's no point in defending the status quo here. The situation is absolutely dire. I have dozens and dozens of cases I'm dealing just in my office in Delirio, people who are facing homelessness, are in homeless accommodation, and these are working people. These are people who are going out, earning a wage, and they are facing uh, eviction, they're facing emergency accommodation, and they can find absolutely nothing that they can afford to rent or buy. Uh, the shared equity scheme by the way is probably going to fail in the areas where the housing crisis is worse because housing prices are so high because the government's scheme is still based on market prices. I know there's a cap on it. So the cap, I
0: did I did mention that the other day to one of the ministers the cap on it is too low but that's point. It's them, yeah.
1: crazy I mean average house prices in Dublin now are in excess of half a million euro a year You would need a salary of about €150,000 a year to be able to buy a house like that. And even if there's a bit of a discount given by the government, it's still way out of the reach of the vast, vast majority of working people. So we have an emergency here an absolute dire emergency.
0: But we're not looking looking at other ways of dealing with that emergency. And I gave one suggestion there two weeks ago and I spoke to somebody and said, I know Bertie Ahern kept going on about decentralisation, but it does make a huge amount of sense. We have a massive amount of people living, say, in Dublin. We'll take Dublin City as an example, right? Who don't need to be living in the city. And a lot of those people, some unemployed, some low income, some might be in social housing. There's houses all over the country that we could establish those areas with more amenities, more facilities, in schools, we need to rethink the whole thing. It's a disaster. I,
1: I, I completely agree with you. And by the way, I just want to stress that this rent control bill is only one of a number of measures that we are proposing. I mean, you can only, unfortunately, do one bill at a time of these things. But last night, the Raise the Roof campaign, which we're a part of, there was a motion on the doll uh, agenda, which was debated, and again, the government rejected, which was proposing mm-hmm. measures to deal with vacant property. It was talking about increasing the amount that was being invested in directly providing public and affordable housing. That uh, was talking about at least bringing in an emergency eviction ban, so people aren't evicted into homeless, homelessness. And the
0: government rejected all of these things. And, and so- how, how did the debate go today, by the way?
1: Oh, the government said we're not we're not going to accept this. We're going to vote it down. The vote will be later this evening.
0: I, well, um, I, I know, I, I know, Michal Martin, and Ono Brain, and yourself were at loggerheads in relation to this. No,
1: owner brings is voting in in
0: favour of, of the bill. Of course he is, yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying no, you were you were a loggerheads with me, yeah, Martin Riddle. So were the
1: Social Democrats, so were the Labour Party, I think, are voting in favour of the was there any,
0: I didn't see it, so was there any part today that that he was in agreement with, apart from the fact that No,
1: the only thing he said is, yeah, we agree we, we, we there's a rent there's a rental crisis. we agree that rents are unaffordable, we agree something should be done about it, uh, but we're not going to do this. And the main reason they gave is because landlords wouldn't like it. Now, I do not think that is a good enough reason. I'm sorry,
3: people
0: are But really it is upfront. a reason. It is a reason. And they, they are equally have rights as well as citizens... Well, they are citizens of the country as renters. I mean, landlords do have to have rights. They're not all these people running around with capes and hats on, you know. are trying to take people's
2: no, but money. No, the
1: vast majority of rental property that been built in this country at the moment, Niall, is not being built by your small, what they call the, the mum and pop landlords. That's not who's building the rental property. You look at the apartments that are being built all over this city at the moment. They are being built by big international investors, big corporate property speculators. And they are benefiting from the very, very high rents and the very high uh, property prices. And they're speculating on it. And they don't give a damn about whether people can afford it or not. That's just not their concern. That is not the basis on which we can solve this housing crisis. But unfortunately, the government are dancing to their tune. Now, unless we change that and say that the the basic right to secure affordable housing should be a right for everybody in this country, if you don't start from that starting point, you're not going to solve this uh, crisis. And I repeat that... Everywhere else in Europe, they have done far, far better than this because they do have forms of rent controls. And and also, just to say, they're not just traditional rent controls. The French government brought in new emergency rent controls in 2019. The Berlin and German governments brought in new emergency rent controls because they have a problem too, not as bad as ours, uh, in order to cap rents in the same way that we're talking about doing here. So it can be done. And as a result, the housing crisis in those countries is not half as
0: severe as it is here. Okay, so the the strong message, I suppose, that you were sending out, too, is if you are thinking of becoming a landlord and making an awful lot of money off people's backs, forget about it. That's not going to be happening in this country anymore. And that's not the way we should be looking at it.
1: I, I, I just, how can we? Because it's not working. It's not working. Okay,
0: on that note as well, by the way, because these things are all connected, of course. People, of course, don't have any money to pay rent in the first place because the cost of living is going up. There's a protest today. I know you're involved in that. This is the Cost of Living Coalition, and they say urgent action is needed on the price of food, energy, social welfare, increases and rent reductions. It's a disaster. It's a disaster everywhere, not just here. They call it a fuel crisis, which is directly affecting everything else. But it is, uh, Richard, it's, it's not a fuel crisis. It's a political crisis, isn't it? Because it's world leaders deciding what we should and shouldn't do with fuel.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's certainly, again, uh, a refusal of the political authorities across Europe to address the fact that there is enormous profiteering going on by the energy and fossil fuel companies. I mean, that the BP and Shell's profits have tripled and quadrupled, respectively, over the last year. In this country, all the energy companies have recorded record profits in the last year. But meanwhile, people are being absolutely crucified
0: with uh, hikes of 30%, I, 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 I could argue that the government's take or tax take on fuel has probably rocketed this yeah, year they, too.
1: absolutely. And the state, therefore, has room to manoeuvre. They, the, the state has benefited through uh, VAT. VAT. Yep. VAT in particular, and so they have room to manoeuvre, but the measures that they have taken to protect people have been absolutely minimal abysmal absolutely. abysmal yeah. and really to be honest you'd be very scared when it comes to the winter of what's going to happen to older people are you snowing, are you concerned
0: I mean uh, Richard I, I read in the paper there the other day about Germany and they're genuinely concerned <coughs> now about rationing uh, fuel they're actually using old vaccination centres as warm rooms for elderly people who live in towns and villages in September and October when it gets colder to go to those places to heat themselves up because they'll have no money for energy and, no, and they may have to ration it. Now, that has been suggested that it could happen here, but are you genuinely concerned that we could be in a similar situation?
1: Yeah, I would be very worried. I mean, we're slightly less vulnerable to the impact of gas imports into Europe than, say, some other European countries because we get most of our gas from Corib, uh, from Norway and from the UK. So, but nonetheless, yes, I would be extremely worried and there's absolutely no doubt that the level of price hikes that people are seeing are going to be unsustainable for many low income. Uh, families, for senior citizens and so on, who are on lower fixed incomes,
0: people are going to be crushed. And yep. we need... Yeah, you're right. They're, they're not actually noticing it at the moment because, of course, our heating is not really turned on much at the moment. So they're not noticing the increase of the bill. Once September and October hits, they'll notice it very quickly, of course, and right through the winter season. But look, the march is on today, if anybody wants With to go the out protest,
1: there. Yeah, the protest, just to say, no, there's a protest at 5 this evening outside the door before the summer recess but also for the 24th of September, pre-budget as planned for a major national demonstration by the Cost of Living Coalition on both the housing and cost of living crisis. And I really do think it is time we have to get out and, and force the government to
0: take the measures that they so far are refusing to take. All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed. And I appreciate Thanks, you coming out there. Richard Boyd Barrett from People Before Profit. All right. Uh, OK, do you think it's a good idea? So here's the basic gist of what Richard is saying and what they debated today. at The doll, and the government seem to be saying, no, 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 no. And by the way, he, you know, he's not wrong. We have to do something. This may not be the suggestion that would work, but we have to do something. We cannot, we cannot continue doing what we're doing at the moment. Because all that's happening is people are being priced out of it. Essentially, people have less money to enjoy their lives because all their money is going on their rent and their mortgages. So, in relation to rent, what he's saying is that the government will take your area, be it in Cork, Limerick, Galway, Dublin, and what part of Dublin, Fingal, for example, and they will say, OK, in this area, the average income, we'll say, is €2,000. Let's just say, for argument's sake. So landlords can't charge more than twenty five percent of your income, which would be five hundred. So in that area, that will be the cap. That's just an example. In a more affluent area, for example, the average income could be ten thousand. So twenty percent of that would be two grand. So you can't charge more than two grand in that area. Depending, it would have to be. Obviously nailed down to, you know, single bed apartments, two bed apartments, three bed apartments, houses and different types of properties. It's not as simple as just that. Right. But that's the general gist of it. It would be 25 percent of the average income in an area. Look, it's an idea. But Hall Martin says this is not going to work. All this is going to do, because landlords won't be able to make money anymore, the way they're making it at the moment. And let's be for sure about a lot of them are cleaning up at the moment. All this will do, most likely, is move landlords out of Ireland, particularly those big vulture funds that uh, Richard Boy Barrett talks about. Richard won't miss them, but the government will. And many economists will tell you, we need them. So they will all move out of Ireland. That's what will happen. All those properties will be sold. Uh, all those apartment blocks, they'll be sold. And they'll be sold to individuals. So they will be no longer available for rent. The rental market then, according to some economists, will go up. The prices will go up even more. Supply and demand. Because there'll be less to rent. So it could backfire and go completely wrong because it will not be a business you would want to be involved in. In any business, it's the same thing. It's what they call the free market. If you have a car business and the government say, well, you can't sell your cars for less than €20,000. Well, all of a sudden then they'll just sell those cars to England and sell them for more money. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's a market. It is a market. It's still a market. So the question is, do you think it's a good idea? And if not, have you got a better one? The number's 087-188-0008. 87 188 Maybe you're struggling to pay your rent and you're paying more than half your salary in your rent like most people or you're paying most of your wages and your mortgage. Let us know what your situation is. The number's 087-188-0008. Will this work? Mike, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Mike? Hello, Niall. How are you? Nice to sure. talk to you. Uh, Mike, now you've got some vacant properties. We do. Okay. Yeah, there's one one particular property we have that
3: was left in a bad situation. It's a nice house up the country, and we got it back in last February. We put a lot of money into it to do it up again, and it's now pristine, and we're afraid to rent it out. That's just one place. And why are you, Why are uh, you afraid to rent it? Because the <clears throat> the rules and regulations, the legislation, Niall, are, is, are just too tough for landlords. Um, we have a number of properties, but we're not a large housing association or a large investment company. Okay. We're just mom and pop, just the two of us. We've what? worked hard all our lives. We're not the most intelligent people in the world, but we've worked hard all our lives.
0: Well, you well You, know, and you said, don't, don't put yourself down. You, I mean, when you say you're not the most intelligent people in the world, you managed to get yourself a few properties for an investment. So,
3: Yeah, but I'm just, just saying there's thousands of people like us. Yeah. And it's not being the establishment, being the government, whoever they are at the time, are not thinking this through properly. Right? They're not thinking this through. They need supply, and it's mom and pop that give uh, supply 80% of the properties in the country, I'm told. Maybe that's wrong, but Mm -hmm. this is what I'm told. And um, we're just being pushed out of the market. because, really, realistically, when you think about this, we do not own the properties anymore once a tenant is in them. We have no rights.
0: They have more rights than you do.
3: Absolutely and completely. Okay, and, I, I know somebody I mean, in a situation
0: and the person hasn't paid a rent in their property in over seven months and they can't get them out.
3: Yeah. Well, look, that happened to us in another property in 2020 yeah. when the tenant uh, uh, decided that a rent freeze meant no rent. That's what he meant. Oh, right. He decided. And that took... Uh, we Remember, there was a rent freeze. That's right. Which yeah. was fine. I mean, that's good with the COVID thing and all that. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. all that. And I agreed with that. But he decided that a rent freeze meant no rent. Uh, the RTB were absolutely useless. You couldn't get hold of them anyway. And they are useless. And anyone in this business will tell you. They do not... Well, when, when, when uh,
0: that's your experience from a landlord's point opinion. of view, yeah? That's yeah. my opinion.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, but thousands would agree with me. And um, the um, the issue is that uh, this particular gentleman, just it took us a year, again, another year uh, to move him on, all right? I and mean, when we did, eventually, we found uh, various drug paraphernalia and all the rest of right, in the right, apartment, right. and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, okay. So look, but, but here's that. the thing.
0: Can I ask you, Mike? So you've got two vegan properties at the moment, right? And why do you? I'm sure you don't want to be leaving them, idle because that costs you no. money as well. Um, yes. Because you pay property tax and you have to pay utilities on them all anyway. So, yeah. but here's the thing. When you look particularly at Dublin, uh, and Dublin is just a mess, right? And you're looking at people renting out literally garden sheds and getting fifteen and sixteen hundred quid. People are profiteering from it now at this stage. I, I, yeah. I'm not having a go at people before profit because it would be too easy to do that. What I'm saying to you is, okay, it mightn't be the perfect plan, but at least it's a plan. The government are doing nothing about it, and you know, people need somewhere to live. They do. Look, there's two sides to this coin, uh, Niall. Absolutely. I agree with you. But <clears throat> We're
3: not profiteering and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of us that aren't profiteering. Some of our properties are 20, 30, 40% below market rate. We're of a certain age
0: where we are but not But I mean, I'm assuming property. you're getting enough to pay the mortgages on the properties. I, well, yeah, I don't yeah, know if they're mortgaged.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we then you are mortgage.
0: profiteering because the profit. Well, I know, I'm not having a go, by the way. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, then you are because if somebody's renting and they're giving you the mortgage or paying you enough for the mortgage for the property, you will yeah. eventually own the proper- property. It's an investment and you will have a nice little nest egg at the end of it. When you retire or whatever it happens to be, so so you do profit from that point of view. You may not make yes, a profit a at that particular between, time.
3: There's between, no, there's a difference between profiteering and making. A profit. No,
0: no, I understand what you mean. I understand. Right. You're not you're not price gouging. Yes. No, we're absolutely not. And we have some very very good tenants
3: that are friends of ours at this stage, and their rents are way below market level. And uh, people will say we're not good business people for that, but look, that's it. We're of a certain age.
0: Where you know we're not going to live forever. Everyone what what area? Life. What area? You don't tell me exactly where. but What area are you in? Uh, Galway. And what's the average rental in in Galway? So in, close to the city. What would be the average? Okay, rent so price there's would...
3: two. There's one two bedroom apartment that we have. That's uh, a nice place, uh, Dominic Street, oh, nearly overlooking Galway Bay. Uh, we get 988 euros for that. That's not bad. There are
0: stories. There are stories of those apartments
3: making. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen hundred.
0: Okay, so you're being your prices are reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fairly good. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, nine hundred quid in Dublin, they'll show you the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I know, but that's
3: that's Dublin, I suppose. And yeah. look, you can get those prices around all over the place. And this increasing prices increasing, by the way, is not healthy for the whole economy, because that just that's that's ready to get a nosedive.
0: No, yeah, yeah. Well I mean we've got a situation there Where you've got the HAP scheme Are now increasing their prices Or increasing the amount of money They're making available to people Which in turn is only going to increase the rent even more Because landlords who might be a little bit unscrupulous out there yeah. Will take advantage of that You might not yeah. But some landlords will take can, advantage can I, of that Can I just make one point about the HAP scheme by the way Yeah.
3: Um, if you don't mind The, uh, the HAP scheme uh, isn't There's nothing wrong with the people It's the system that landlords don't like This is another thing that's not not spoken about the HAP scheme pays you a month in arrears, so you never get that one month. That mm-hmm. one month is gone forever. Right. That's never been said, right? And as well as that, if you go in the HAP scheme, the council come along and say they want 10 grand for the work done next week. Yeah. Okay, so it puts you in a bind. And that's, one of the, that's uh, an issue with the HAP scheme.
0: Right, well, hang on, stay there for a second because I want to go to, to stay with me please if you can I want to go to Peter from the Dublin Renters Union Peter, I'm, I'm listening to Richard Boyd Barrett I'm now listening to Mike who has two vacant properties and he doesn't want to get into the market because he believes there's no rights for people like him who are landlords or as they call mom and pop landlords you know, just a man trying to make a couple of quid uh, I mean, Richard Boyd's plan Richard Boyd's plan or people for a profit plan should I say it's not the worst in the world but it's certainly not the best either, is it?
3: Oh,
4: we 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 fully support it. Any measures that would go to reduce rents, I'd fully support. I think it goes without saying that rents are are sky high in Ireland, and we've we've seen the the the, the, fa- the fact that a crisis over the, the um. we oh, we we'll, we'll lose you there. Sorry, go ahead, Peter. Are you there? Yeah, Grant. Okay, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. In terms of the rising number of homelessness and sky high rents, like currently in Ireland, um, housing costs are seventy nine percent above the European average, and that's, that's according to Euroc. Uh, yeah, but, but 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 that's not
0: every it's not every landlord. I mean, listen to Mike there; he's charging nine hundred quid overlooking Galway Bay. That's that's not a bad price. Right. Well, I, with the
4: big issue is the regulation in the rental sector, and Ireland that. we we've, we've always been talking about for a significant period of time, and there's no regulation in the rental market. Like you know, rents should be affordable for people. Uh, yeah, but for but instance, look, look
0: what look what will happen. Okay, let me just give you an example, Peter. Let's say you you go by Richard's plan, right, and you take that area of Galway. And uh, I, I and the the local council in that area set an average wage for that area of Galway, and let's say it's thousand seven hundred or two thousand per month. And then they set go, going according to Richard Boyd's Bar, Boyd Barrett's plan and people for profit twenty five percent of that. So then Mike is in a situation where he can charge more charge more than five or six hundred quid rent. Mike is just going to turn that's grand. I'll just sell the property. So so he's not going to want to be a landlord. But the the big issue is, the previous
4: Eroclips agreed on taking possession, not being used as a reason to evict tenants, and that was an
0: all party. You can no, no, you're, not, you're not addressing and, what I'm saying to
4: you is... Well, that, that, this is the crux of the issue,
0: no, this is we about. We need landlords, like we need properties to rent, and if you do this and overdo it, You'll push Mike and people like Mike out of the market. They'll well, sell the properties and there'll be no properties to rent. Let me, let,
4: to be, my point I was making was about vacant possession. The issue is with sale of property. For instance, if you get involved in a commercial business, which, which being a landlord is, there should be tenant rights. But, but, but there is tenant have, rights. Like, now, in Europe, a lot of countries in Europe, for instance, like Holland, uh, Germany, for instance, as well have long-term leases for tenants, 15, 25, 30-year 30, 30 leases, where people can have long-term security in their homes. And the issue is, I have no issue if, if Mike or anybody else decides to sell their house, but the priority should be tenants' rights. Like, tenants should be secure in their home.
0: But why Why? Why should the. T- okay, I, and I understand the tenant should have rights, absolutely. And some sort of security, i.e., that they must have a reasonable amount of notice time if, if they need to move on or if the landlord is selling the profit or property or whatever. But, but they can't have ultimate rights. I mean, the landlord is also entitled to some sort of level of security too. Is he not? Or she? I, I, I understand that, but the big... But the, 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 They're not all the, bad the, people. The,
4: the, 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 but the, I'm not trying to uh, demonise anybody. The issue is it's down to government policy who have actually failed uh, people deliberately. and it, It's actually put a lot of people in society against each other. So the big issue is, is that more and more people are being forced into... Uh, homelessness like last year in Dublin. well, well the people well, died,
0: on the, died on the streets nile well the must- plan that you are supporting and again i am not having a pop at people for profit but the plan that you are supporting according to the government will push more people into homelessness because landlords like mike won't be bothered renting out their properties
4: but as, as i've made my initial point about vacant possession nile so sell a you- property if you're selling a property as a, as a commercial landlord there should be tenancy rights, for instance. Why, why can't the tenants be sold in mean, Switzerland, for instance? If you have a commercial property around Dublin City or any, any part of Ireland, you yeah, always see it. It's always the tenant's rights, not affected okay. uh, The commercial property is sold as well.
0: But then people's laws... Okay, well, then, well let me... Because I'm stuck for time here. Mike has two properties at the moment, vacant. And it's not because people don't want them. It's because he just couldn't be bothered because he feels that if he gets into this situation again, he'll never get people out of it because he's already been stung a couple of times. So what do what, you think we should just go and take his properties off him? They should be taxed. There should be a vacant, a vacant home, a proper
4: vacant home tax. Like if somebody is deliberately keeping homes empty when in the middle of a... But cri- well, he's told really you why he's keeping them empty. Prices. It's, it's, it's <laughs> actually criminal now.
0: Okay, Mike, Mike, do you want to respond to, in relation to the suggestion by government, not just by Peter, by the way, Peter Doody, but the suggestion by government that if you don't rent those properties out, you'll be taxed on them.
3: Okay, and if they're not too, if the tax isn't too unreasonable, we'll pay it. But look i'm being a little bit facetious the this other property that we've had vacant since we did it up back in February March we more than likely probably will rent it out pretty soon because we need to, affordability wise mm-hmm. we need to okay mm-hmm. um the other place i'm telling you about that's vacant is uh it's actually a storeroom that's nearly an apartment, but i don't want to put ten grand into it okay to make it an apartment a small apartment because because I could get stone. Right, yeah, and it is what it is at the moment. Leave it there; it's fine. Uh, but if if it was more, uh, if it was uh, more agreeable financially to do viable, it, viable, yes, probably, of course, yeah, yeah viable. As we sorry, uh, we would, we would probably do it. But look,
0: you know, any, uh, how many properties do you have, Mike? Can I ask you? Is that a fair question?
3: Okay, well, let me say over five and under ten.
0: How about that? All right, okay, that's fair enough. That's a fair answer. Okay, okay. so
3: the the um, look the.
0: But what, what about you know, what Peter is saying that in other countries, uh, not in every country, but in some countries, people get like a 10-year lease or a 15 or 20-year yeah. lease Listen, on a property? We lived,
3: 30 years ago, we lived in Germany for nearly 10 years. Okay? Mm. They're Europeans. I know you'll kill me for saying this, but they're different of from course. the Irish. No well, there's does different the culture, Irish, yes. The, well, the well. Irish will take every opportunity, if you don't mind me saying so, and I'm sorry to say this. I am sorry to say this because I'm Irish myself, but Irish people will take the pee whenever they can. Right, So they abuse um, the rights they opinion. have. Is
0: that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, Peter, I mean, there's no doubt about it. There has been many instances of people abusing these rights that they have as tenants. And, and I've heard from new, numerous stories from landlords about people, somebody I know personally, who has people in his property, a couple in his property, who haven't paid rent in over nine months. I think it's seven or nine months. And he yeah. can't get them out. Yeah, exactly. So, We're Peter, do you, want to, do you want to just address that? So, I mean, you know, when you talk about rights, landlords need, landlord. landlords need rights too.
4: Well, the, the big issue is, like, every situation is nuanced. Now. You don't know everybody's specific circumstances. So if somebody can make judgment calls on somebody, for instance, being a rent here without knowing somebody's situation, um, then, then you're, you're, you're
0: just trying to tar everybody with one brush. Like no, no, no no, 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 no. But address, address that question. I mean, let's say Mike is renting out to a couple and they haven't paid their rent in nine months. Um, no, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't but, but, but it's not really his, with respect, morally, it's not really his responsibility to find out why they can't afford it anymore. They just can't afford it. You know, his, his
4: issue is, he's saying, uh, Ireland, you know, people take the, the, the P, whatever, in Ireland. Yeah, the P in it's Ireland, yeah. It's shocking because there's a lack of regulation in Ireland. We've seen that for years and years
0: with the, the, the country being... Peter, I like you, but you're not answering the questions I'm asking you.
4: Well answer the question. Well if, if somebody's not paying rent for whatever reason, it, it should be discussed. It's not it's not a black or white issue, now. you don't know what the reasons are behind it. But Would, but should a honest.
0: landlord have the rights to have somebody taken out of their property if they're refusing to pay the rent for a long period of time? Well, that has to be addressed, like, you know, that has to be
4: addressed as an well. Like, issues have to be addressed, like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to get on and, and try and, uh, you know, pick on cases where you don't know the, the individual cases. But
0: well, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. They just, it, It's not the landlord's responsibility to figure out how the person's going to get the money to pay the rent. It's their responsibility to collect the rent. And if you don't pay it, that that's just unfortunate the way it is, isn't it? Well, Noel,
4: if you have proper, a proper regulation... Like your, your previous caller there made comments about Mike. and Ireland, as I said, people... Taking uh, the piss. It's basically the Wild West but where anything goes. But he's even talking about converting a storeroom, for instance, into a living accommodation. But yes. Last night I was, I was down...
0: Well, 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 by the way, what's wrong with converting a storeroom into a living accommodation if it's just property? i give one example, Mother. A
4: flat with a tenant in mine, and you couldn't swing a rat in it, never mind the cat, and it was €1,200 Euro per month. It's absolutely crazy. And these, these, are, these, are, these are corporate landlords that don't pay tax on rental income, don't pay capital gains tax. They don't pay any tax, and they're, get, they're evicting tenants on the, on the basis of the sale of property, the previous landlord's evicting them. These guys are coming in, jacking up the rent,
3: and forcing more people... Okay,
4: okay, to, uh, okay.
0: Just very quickly, Mike, because I was going to break there. One response. to respond to that, yeah, I just, uh,
3: I'm just going to say, look, that's, that's fine. We, we pay taxes, I guarantee you. Yeah. We pay
0: taxes. We pay lots of them. I think he's referring right. to vulture funds, by the way.
3: That's part of the... Yeah, I know that. Yeah, but yeah. We pay taxes. Mom yeah. and pops pay, pay our taxes.
0: Yeah, okay. And, uh, and uh, quite a lot of tax, about, by the way.
3: Yeah, and about the storeroom... The, the room started off as an apartment when I was re, redoing a, a small block of the country 15 years ago. I just never finished it. So never, it's not. we just use it as a storeroom.
0: Yeah, well, well uh, I've well, I no issue. As long as you spend the money to do it properly to make it, you know, uh, to qualify it under the building regulations for somebody like, to live in, there's point, no problem there.
3: Yeah, I just want to, one, one last point, if you don't mind, because I have to go, right? Yeah, um, yeah. The, mm. the uh, it would be very helpful if landlords had a, a, a tenancy register, register, registrar, that we could look up to see how tenants performed in the past.
0: Okay, so in other words, if somebody was booted out of somewhere for not paying the rent or left the place in a bad condition, that they would go down on a register and they would get a rating. Is what you're saying? Yeah,
3: it'll never happen. It's like a
0: credit check, right? Yeah, it'll never happen. That's a bad um, idea. Yeah, well, look, it was, Peter, it was, would you just very quickly, because it's going to break, would you be in favour of that, Peter? I go on the opposite side. I think there should be a landlord registry, and I think well, oh, well no, concerned. absolutely. There should be a landlord registry. You're right, but should, should there be a tenants registry as well, Peter? Well, we'd
4: be looking for now, is an independent rent board where tenancies
0: tenants have reps.
4: Currently, the residential tenancy board where there's members of estate agency landlords who are actually on these boards, who are actually overseeing a lot of eviction cases, and there's no tenants no tenants reps on them. Uh, there's no tenants advocacy groups, or anybody who's involved in them. So if you talk about fairness and you talk about proper regulation, you need tenancy. Absolutely. Uh, tenants involved uh, in this process.
0: Okay, I, I'm not going to disagree with you, Peter. But uh, all I will say to you is would you agree with Mike just before we go into the break that as well as having a, a register of landlords so you can look up your landlord and see if they're a good person or if they're, if they're very keen to put people out or whatever it happens to be. but could we also have a registry uh, for tenants so landlords can look up and see if they're a good tenant or a, a good track had record? If you
4: properly regulating and enforced rental market well then that would, be, that would be a sensible thing to do but unfortunately we don't have that at the moment so I think any measures that would, would actually go and actually deter for instance put pressure on more tenants getting places I'm, I'm dealing with tenants at the moment you actually have to go and give PPS numbers. You have to give uh, proof of earnings. You have to give nearly more than what you have to give going for a mortgage to try and get, to even get a view on the property. And then-
0: I, I know, I know. It, it is turning into the Wild West. Peter, do me a favour. Stay with me. I'm talking to Peter Doody, who's from the Renters' Union. Um, and we're talking about the legislation, or they should have said the bill suggested by People For Profit, uh, where they want to reduce, because it will reduce rents in most areas, uh, and the rent will be brought down to 25% of what the average income in an area is. Now, of course, Michael Martin has already rubbished the idea and said it would make landlords walk out of the markets, essentially, in this country, uh, that there will be no properties left, because landlords just will not be interested in doing that because they'll lose money. Uh, The number is 87 zero eight. Do you think it's the answer, uh, Maria? You're not you're not happy with Peter Dooley from Dublin's Renters Union. Oh, and what I'm said. really
2: not happy with Peter Dooley. If they're going to put rent uh, rent averages into place, they must average it on the average income. If two, three, or four people are working in the house, because what our Irish Irish renters do is they take the total P and then they leave the property in such a mess that it costs the landlord. Um, a fortune to get right every time. I've had that four times now since two thousand and thirteen and I'm absolutely sick of it to the point where my daughter is living in the rental property.
0: Okay. And the reason is is because you have it out to people when they eventually go, um they leave the place Not only in- when
2: they go, they have subletters. One of one of them had a crash in it, the other one a has crash. The boy yeah. Well the other one has the boyfriend. And the, the sisters and the brothers and everybody around in it, and of course they're subletting it. They're on HAP and I felt sorry for them, and they were on HAP and they're they're getting second and third incomes, and they think there's nothing wrong with it.
0: So, in other words, they're on you a know? HAP they're on a HAP scheme, which means it's for them because their means tested for it, and they exactly. move and they move other people in and charge a rent, so they're making money charge from the a HAP rent scheme for
2: the other rooms, yeah, for spare rooms. They're yeah. making money. Well, okay. that's, well, the that's
0: for, we have to remind people that that's fraud. And that can be it's reported yeah, to the Department of Social Protection. It can be
2: reported and it is reported from time to time. But who does anything about it? Absolutely nobody. Or TV won't do anything about it because they have every excuse under the sun for not doing something about it. And the landlord is left with their pension in a mess.
0: Okay, well, but let me just put that to Peter. Peter, Maria makes a good point in relation to this plan. And and by the way, in fairness to Richard Boyd Barrett, he did say the plan is not perfect, Okay, It does need tweaking, et cetera, et cetera. He's uh, ma-
2: a lot of tweaks. Okay, Maria's yeah.
0: making the point that in an average area, you can't take an individual's income because there may be like a husband, a wife, a son working in the house, or it could be, say, you know, uh, you know, somebody ha- has their house or rents it and then sublets it to three students with them or something There's four bedrooms. So you, you, all those kind of things have to be taken into consideration. You can't just take each individual person's income into consideration.
4: I agree, like as I said to you previously you Noel, know, it, it comes down to enforcement and proper regulation of a rental sector, for instance like, for, like other countries in Europe do uh, issues like floor space for instance, so if the property is like say a thousand square foot or whatever whatever, you're, you're, you pay per square foot in whatever area or zone you're in Yes, uh, yes, like, now, but what other countries in
2: Europe can trust their tenants, in Ireland you cannot Hang on trust a second,
4: hang, hang on a second like, hang, can, I, can I come back on what that when, uh,
0: when she's saying, she's saying the same
2: it, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Do, Well yeah. okay,
0: okay. that's two landlords both said you can't trust Irish tenants, but go on. Sorry, go ahead. just Peter continue? Well,
4: I, I'll put the show on the other foot. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with tenants every day of the week, and uh who are actually
0: dealing with landlords that com- com- comi- hang, hang, no, hang on, hang on, no, hang on, Maria. Let him, no, Maria, let the him respond. We
2: have to beat the tenants. We don't have either one.
0: Okay, let I him, let him. Res- hang on, Maria. Let him respond. I've given you plenty of time, now, and I'll let you come back in. But just let him respond. Go ahead, Peter. All
4: right, all right. For, for instance, You're dealing, I'm dealing with tenants with, dealing all Dealing with tenants every, every day. Uh, one tenant, Jesse, for instance, the landlord is coming into their home all the time without their permission, and the, the tenant is terrified that they leave the home and the landlord is coming in, has a key, and does whatever he wants in the apartment and then leaves. Um, That's one and instance. That, that, like your instance is one instance. Also, I'm dealing with I, multitude of these instances. I've had and four And it's interesting in Ireland. It's interesting. In Ireland. It's, it's interesting. It's inter- sorry, sorry, just sorry. It's interesting in Ireland. Uh, where we fought for our freedom over 100 years ago and replaced the British landlords with... Now we're dealing with Irish landlords who are actually more oppressive towards... Uh, people who are renting it's a very generalised house. statement, isn't No, I think it's disgraceful to the comments would
0: you, would you not Peter, would you not give in a little bit to Maria's argument? I'm absolutely sure there are landlords out there who are unscrupulous and there is no doubt about it they're price gouging particularly in Dublin, right? Some landlords not all by the way some but I've also no doubt that Maria and uh, Peter who was on there earlier on um, oh not Peter, sorry um, who was Mike at the, Mike, that, thank you very much it? Uh, Mike who was on earlier on there our landlords with experience and I can get a lot more to say exactly the same thing that they've had bad experiences with many Irish renters not all but many Irish renters you know leaving their their place in a mess abusing it subletting it doing all sorts of things they shouldn't be doing or indeed not even paying the rent so the whole thing needs to be fixed it's not just the bad landlord and that's the picture you're painting
2: yeah it's true
4: It's a regulation, a proper regulation with an independent rental board, as I said. Currently you have a residential tenancies board, and I agree with Maria on this point, the residential tenancies board isn't fit for purpose, it's a landlord's vote. And I think it should be an independent rental board where we have proper regulation. And we need to start afresh, and point, point the finger at the government, for instance, who are actually imposing all these policies that's actually uh, not building enough public housing, selling off our council uh, housing. I couldn't, I couldn't housing.
0: disagree with you on all that. The, this it's to do with public nope.
4: housing. It's,
0: yes, okay, it's to
2: renters and rental property. let what we're talking well, it, about.
4: It's a, it's a, well, sorry, it's all connected because we have a situation now and currently in Ireland where a home is not seen as a social good in society. It's the same as an avenue to make massive profits for everyone. And there's a lot of people making massive profits out of people's misery. There, there certainly there we, is now, not
2: because there, we all pay 52% on any rent
4: income we get up to 70% of landlords are mortgage-free rents have doubled in the last 10 years this is what well, we're doing good with on currently. them if
2: they are but we all pay no, 52% well, so of our So euro per month. currently an
4: average rent in Dublin is 2,000 euro per month currently the minimum wage in, 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 in for a lot of people working a minimum wage jobs are around 1050 whatever, a lot of people in, in zero-hour contracts as well, who are now renting as well, who are struggling to, to actually to meet their rent. And now with the, the spiraling cost of living, with the energy and fuel costs and stuff for people, it's absolutely just pushing people over the edge.
2: Yeah, you but the, the culture has now. still oh, yeah. up <laughs> not to bother paying your rent or only pay a bit here and a bit uh, there. That's I, what I, the I'm, culture I'm, has I'm, not
0: going, to, I'm not going to disagree with Maria. Uh, to some degree, Peter, we have got to a point in this country where there are no, um, I suppose... For people who decide not to pay their rent or decide not to pay their mortgage, for example, or decide not to go to court or whatever it happens to be, um, there's absolutely no repercussions whatsoever. Um, and people know that. I mean, we've got to say that we talked about two weeks ago to two councillors in Dublin telling us the millions, millions in arrears in Dublin City Council houses uh, that were being because and that's 10 percent. All they have to pay is 10 percent of their income and they can't even pay that. And they have like 25 and 38 million in different areas of Dublin that the Dub- Dublin Corporation, it used to be called, uh, are owed in money in, in rent arrears from five and six years from people just not bothering to pay.
4: I'll explain one sentence to you about. Well, that. Yeah, you've I'll got ten seconds point. to explain it. I'll, I'll, on. On. I'll clarify one point about that because you know that that's an issue. Everybody should pay their rent, and everybody should pay be relative to accordance to their means, and that's that's a fair way of uh, yeah. of, of, of working a system. But the, the, there's there's issues there around the, the condition of Dublin City Council, in in around Dublin City Council, the apartments and dwellings are around there, a lot of them are in absolutely uh,
0: the okay. damp, rat
4: infested, mould. The, the conditions they're living in, and they, and they have to appeal.
0: The Dublin City Council, the landlords. Okay. They have no independent rental boards, so this is independent. Okay, okay, independent rental boards. I get it, I get it. Listen, Peter. Sorry for rushing, but I have to go to the news. Thank you, Maria. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan
2: show.